the embodiment of the soul, like whatever is the impulse that brings me into life. Some people call it the soul, like an impulse that incarnates. And usually this soul is in the spiritual development from a certain stage. The soul is a certain vibration of light, it's a subtle entity. But before it arises for me as light, that I recognize, awaken to my soul, my soul appears, first of all, as a motivation. So what deeply drives me in my life is connected to my soul's quality, to my soul's impulse. And so, what I'm interested in is now when you sit here, what is actually the motivation for you to come here? Why did you choose to come here? Because in the moment we practice, that moment to moment, we actually are consciously aware of the real motivation so it aligns me with the energy of my soul not just a superficial motivation but something that, that really matters is connected to the impulse of my soul or we could also say what lets you practice maybe already for many many years What's the reason that, what drives your spiritual practice? Why are some people so crazy that they get up at five o'clock and they sit for an hour or two, or they go to pray, or they go to read for many hours sacred texts, or they practice a lot in their life? What actually drives us to find something that we actually don't know what we're looking for. Because the nature of a real spiritual practice that every time we really look, do we really know where we are going? We have a, we say, oh, we are looking for awakening, but what does this really mean? We are looking for God, but what does this really mean? So we usually hold a kind of a signpost, but we're actually walking into a no man's land. And if it's not like this, something is not correct. Everybody who says that he or she knows where she is going, it cannot be. The nature of the spiritual practice that everything that's beyond my current consciousness. I don't know where I'm walking to, but I feel a very strong pull. I feel a very strong desire. 
So let's look at the motivation. What do you feel is the power that either brings you here, that lets you do your spiritual practice? What's that pull, force, drive, however you call it, necessity, that brings you to such an evening? If it's not just, oh, I've heard from a friend that it's really lovely. So yes, you heard from a friend that it's really lovely, but maybe you hear many things from friends, and some things move you and some things don't. Why do certain things move you and certain things don't? What's the process? And that's again the same thing, like in the mystical practice, the more we dive into life, we see it appearing everywhere. Why do I choose this sentence as essential and not another one? Why do I come to the events that I choose to go to? Why do I read the books that I choose in the bookstore and not another one? Why today, when I read the text, this sentence seems very essential for me.
is an evolutionary cry. So when, when you are in a river and you are swimming, so you don't feel the water so much because you are in it. You are swimming with the speed of the water. You feel it as wet, but it doesn't create a lot of pressure on you. But if you would swim to the, the shore of the river and you would grab a lot of branches and you would not like to move with the river, so you, the water will create a stronger and stronger pressure on you because you are stopping the movement, so it creates a pressure. Many people wake up to a certain extent because of crisis in their life. Crisis means that I don't develop voluntarily, I don't continue the movement of life voluntarily. So, from, for example, if someone has a job, and one day you wake up and you feel it's done. This job is not anymore for me, I need to quit. But then the mind kicks in and says, oh, it's safe and I need to have the money and will I find another job? And then, so the mind might jump on you, on your authentic impulse to quit your job. Every day from this day on, you will feel a stronger pressure. It's a bit, it's a pressure in your body, in my emotions, in my thoughts. People can get very frustrated when their evolution moves on, but they don't move on. So it creates a pressure, an evolutionary pressure. And what we see in society today is that many people hold on to the habits of what they know, and then it creates also society structures that are holding on to what we know, for example, an economical system that is not anymore fitting to the needs that we have as a global community. So when this global community needs to evolve, but many people try to keep safe, then it creates more pressure, more pressure, more pressure, until we actually have a crisis that can have two outcomes. One is that enough people see the cracks in society as creative openings where the light comes in, and become creative in creating new structures that are much more functional. And then you channel the evolutionary pressure into, into creativity. So you participate and create something new. Because the, the universe creates through you something new. Or you, you stay in this kind of more contracted level and you actually will... Um, perceive much more suffering because of staying attached to this and most probably too many people will not become more creative and more awake then it will end in a disaster so in a society if enough people become creative they move society forward into next levels of development which are much more functional if not enough people become creative, at a certain stage it will go into a regression in consciousness. We go down the ladder, and when we go down the ladder it will become violent. And so it has been in all the history, you see the same thing. So either people wake up to more consciousness and more evolutionary movement, or they become destructive and it ends in wars or riots or poverty or things like this. But the initial inherent movement for people who become creative, it's the best time. Because 
actually the things that need to break open break open by force and this is the best time for people who are anyway developing to develop because they just have an open space and they need to for their creativity to unfold. So for creative people the, the crisis is, is a chance because it's a chance to move society forward and from for example national identities we need to we need to inhabit much more global consciousness that will solve questions like climate crisis, resource crisis, overpopulation, if, we, if there is one. So there are many global questions that uh, can be solved only from the next level of development because the next level of development we are much more intelligent and then we are too separate and too asleep. Separateness causes intelligence to go down, more transcendence and uh, collective awareness will cause us to be more intelligent and answer the questions that we need to answer.
bom.
the park, Rick. Bombard my targets with shock and awe. Hit it's all shit. This is it. You best hit the deck. This ain't no test. Kids get underneath your desk. Wear a vest. Protect it. Some am Wu-Tang credit. Nothing to F with. Nothing to mess with. Dudes ain't paying dues. Call you out like collections. A legend on the map. Help you find your direction. Spit verses on voicemail. The new text messaging. Cold getting dumb. Don't insult my intelligence. Your girl down with me. No need to sell this. I'm all about word of mouth. Go ahead and represent. And then before you know it, I'll be all around town. Now if you're black and proud, go ahead and say it loud and clear. Here to hear, there to hear. I want to see who's around now. Holla if you're here. My people in the front, and yo, you out there? Come on, let me hear you get a little loud. My people in the back, and yo, you out there? Come on, let me hear you get a little loud. My people on the left, and yo, you out there? Come on, let me hear you get a little loud. My people on the right, and yo, you out there? Come on, let me hear you get a little loud. Turn it up, your headphones are car stereo. Surround sound, speaker audio. Made for your system. Let's see who's the noisiest. Breaking sound barriers and local noise ordinance. Got your ears ringing, the subwoofer on vibrate. Call and response, answer me when I say, hey y'all, you out there? Well then make your voice heard, let me hear those words. Speak out, reach out, freak out right now. Speak up, say what, boy, hush your mouth. Got the gift of gab, I like your style. Speak your mind, girl, now let it all out. Can't sense that filter my thoughts out. Sticks and stones are thrown from orders I shout. Of course, I don't want to get violent, but I got the freedom to speak, so fuck, remain silent. Silent, silent, silent. My people in the front, and yo, you out there? Come on, let me hear you get a little loud. My people in the back, and yo, you out there? Come on, let me hear you get a little loud. My people on the left, and yo, you out there? Come on, let me hear you get a little loud. My people on the right, and yo, you out there? Come on, let me hear you get a little loud. All predictions based on previous data no longer matter. History is now shattered. New mathematics based on alphanumerics broken down to the science. We spreading it like genetics amongst the cool kids, the freaks, and the geeks. Cats on the corner, the most elite sheiks. Rap Steve Jobs and Einstein the beats unveiling some new shit that the world's never seen. And that's how we doing it. Ain't no theory, we for damn sure proving it. Styles foolproof, so good luck improving it. Patent and copyrighting your license, we ain't approving it. Loud like neon green on your screen. Sound pounds like gorilla and elephant stampedes. Right on your eardrums, we beg them and make beats. And if you ain't moving, we kicking you out your seat. Out your seat. Out your seat. Out your seat.
I'm sorry. But I don't want to be a, an emperor. That's not my business. I don't want to rule or conquer anyone. I should like to help everyone if possible. Jew, Gentile, black man, white. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful, but we have lost the way. Greed has poisoned men's souls, has barricaded the world with hate, has goose-stepped us into misery and bloodshed. We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. Our knowledge has made us cynical, our cleverness hard and unkind. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. More than cleverness, we need kindness and gentleness. Without these qualities, life will be violent and all will be lost. The aeroplane and the radio have brought us closer together. The very nature of these inventions cries out for the goodness in men, cries out for universal brotherhood, for the unity of us all. Even now, my voice is reaching millions throughout the world, millions of despairing men, women, and little children, victims of a system that makes men torture and imprison innocent people. To those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die. And the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men. Machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You have the love of humanity in your hearts. You don't hate. Only the unloved hate. The unloved and the unnatural. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery. Fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke, it is written, the kingdom of God is within man. Not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men. In you, you, the people, have the power. The power to create machines. The power to create happiness. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. Then in the name of democracy, let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. A decent world that will give men a chance to work, that will give youth a future and old age a security. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us fight to free the world, to do away with national barriers, to do away with greed, with hate and intolerance. Let us fight for a world of reason. A world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness. Soldiers, in the name of democracy, let us all unite! Can you hear me? Wherever you are, look up, Hannah. 
The clouds are lifting. The sun is breaking through. We are coming out of the darkness of the night. We are coming into a new world, a kindly world, where men will rise above their hate, their greed, and brutality. Look up, Hannah. The soul of man has been given wings, and at last he is beginning to fly. He is flying into the rain, into the light of the glorious beauty that belongs to you, to me, and to all of us. Look up, Anna. Look up.
vapor, like water. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash, be formed, shapeless, like water. Be water, my friend. Thank you.